0: South of the border, down Mexico way. Hey, listen, my friend. At least I can deal with my own problems. Unlike some I know.
1: What's that supposed to mean?
0: Take it however you want. Don't bullshit with me. Hey, guys, guys. We're here to play golf a while. Come on. South of the border, where the tuna fish play. Do you, do you want to start us off again, oh, Ben? Here or how do you want to do
1: this? I think you start us off. Actually, I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit back and just I'll chip in when needed. I'm just gonna just rehash the same jokes I made two weeks ago.
0: <laughs> that, so welcome back to Sopranos Redefined, everybody, and this is our second go around with episode nine because w- we did this last week. It was set. It was in the can and then ben sent me his audio and everything just kind of fell apart do you think do you think we're good to go this time or I've,
1: yeah like maybe i thought we were good to go last time but i was uh, i was yeah, very wrong yeah so we have
0: the potential of being a superior episode to the first uh the first time we tried this or we could just try to rehash the same old jokes and it will fall a little bit flat because we see them coming. See, personally, I am upset because at the end of this episode, the original time, I had this great little bit about not knowing the name of your of your podcast. And suspiciously, after that amazing joke, your audio crapped out and we couldn't use the episode. So weird, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I also thought it was you were you didn't know that in my podcast, which is pretty standard, but also you were um were you not sort of plugging a, another podcast, which sounded very similar to my podcast, but there was no mention of me? There was mention of maybe someone, someone <laughs> called Fiona and <laughs> some Tom Chump or something. What well, he sounds like an idiot. Um, oh,
0: I, I tell you, man, I was giggling my ass off when I was coming up for alternative titles to your podcast. I think I had uh, f- Flick Smackers. Oh, that's and it. Movie Spangers. Yeah. yeah, but I can't use the same joke because we did it no, already. It's well, just... we we'll just say
1: it. It, it was funny. It was good. So we, we, yeah, we, it, yeah. the, okay. the fans deserve to hear it. So um, obviously it landed a bit better the first time, unfortunately. But, uh, you know. Yeah. So if this episode sucks, uh, blame Ben
0: because his audio didn't record. Yeah. So here we are again. We're going to take two for Sopranos season one, episode nine titled Boca, which was originally aired in March 7th, 1999. And let's let's do it, man. W- what did you think about Boca? Now that we get to talk about it again.
1: No, I believe my, uh, the first thing I started with on the on the first time around was that it was interesting how the two different themes were put in this episode side by side. Two quite serious themes. Well, one, one very serious theme, and one that's sort of became a bit of an ongoing joke throughout. So obviously, Ali and the, the soccer coach, and the, the, she's a minor, and the underage sex and, all, and that scandal. And then the, uh, more sort of comedic scandal with junior his girlfriend the oral sex or the controversy that comes with that junior's not very happy about it um that was good it was good fun yeah yeah i was just um i I was just surprised that they not surprised but i was sort of like sort of thought the putting the two side by side was maybe could have been a little bit jarring but but it worked yeah sopranos it always works but
0: yeah we we haven't had too many misses and I I think we discussed it uh, last time we recorded how the the previous episode I think you talked me into liking it I was like I don't know how I felt about it but after kind of breaking it down I was like I have a greater appreciation for it I was sort of mixed on this one because this is one of the first episodes where you really see the lifestyle that Tony and his gang lead bleed into real life and you see that through the arc of the soccer coach and it's first set up that he's uh the coach of the girls high school soccer team they seem to be having tremendous success under him and it's been discovered that he's going to leave at the end of the year for a more lucrative deal at a it's a college right
1: yeah rhode island rhode island college i think he's he's to yeah
0: so we 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 see that uh the guys don't want him to go they think that he's led such a positive influence in their daughter's lives that they start kind of leaning on him with sort of, hey, if you stay with us, we'll give you these gifts and it'll be very beneficial for you to stay. And he's very resistant to it and they start getting a little bit more forceful. And then it goes from that dynamic of them wanting to use their muscle for him to stay to the discovery of, what's really going on with the coach and how they have to i guess not they more so how tony has to course correct and make decisions on this new information and that information would be that that was my throat oh sorry there.
1: sorry I've, uh, i just zoned out because it's just the same stuff
0: I, it's early for it's you it's early for you i know and this is old let me serial, just take a sip so. of coffee actually yeah sorry i zoned <laughs> out more.
1: <there. laughs> right so sorry where were uh, we where sure. were? what were you talking about
0: I was talking about how the 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 position changes from uh, Tony wanting to use the mob muscle to keep the coach. Oh yes, here. Yes, now, defect, now I'm getting it. Now I'm. And then the information sheet. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> and that uh, and and that and that big shift is when they discover to you, Ben. Yes,
1: yes. So yeah, the whole the whole fact that the the mob it's again it's it's quite comedic how it starts off because we're at the soccer game, aren't they? And you've got. Um, You've got um. Oh my God, I forgot the guy's name. In the vest. Oh, I forget. The no, not the coach. Name. The guy yeah. in the in the vest who comes on. Silvio. Jesus. God, Silvio. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So he comes on. He does his little thing, which is quite funny. Um, but I think the probably the biggest thing with this episode is in terms of toning the mob, is the role that Artie plays. I mean, Artie sort of comes back into the folders, and then we see a lot of him, and they have they have some one one on one. They go for dinner. Um, But it's kind of the role Artie plays on how, in the end, he manages to coax Tony out of what he's going to do involving the coach. Um, And I I think the whole idea of sort of parents and people potentially trying to keep the coach from leaving to another job, I imagine that probably, that's not like a, that probably happened. You get that, you get like a coach who's doing well with, with a team and stuff and then He gets a better job offer or more money somewhere else, and then sort of just goes, "Oh, sorry guys, I've got to leave." And I maybe not to the degree of this because we are dealing with the mob, but um, I can imagine that sort of that theme is, is it happens in sort of high school football and college and that kind of stuff, where coaches because it's a little bit different, I guess, in America. I don't think in the UK we really have specific coaches. At sort of high school, at sort of I would be secondary school, at sort of secondary school level, who just do they may just do PE, but they don't actually. We don't have these like you know specific football team, soccer team, all that kind of basketball coach. So it's a little bit different um, in terms of coaches and stuff and how it works in the UK. I would,
0: I would think it's more prevalent in the states. I I know for myself. The closest thing I can equate it to was uh, in my uh, in my high school, we had a pretty decent field girls' field hockey program. And the coach that we had, she coached the team uh, for many, many years, and they had great success. And she got to the point where she wanted to step away. She's like, okay, I think it's time for me to focus on other things. And when she did, she made sure to step away when the team was reaching a peak again. She didn't want to step away when the team was sort of uh, going through a transition period. And I remember because that was my senior year and that was the first year that she had stepped away. And I was uh, basically a glorified water boy for the, uh, the girls field hockey team. My girlfriend was on there. So, I mean, naturally I wanted to be close, but I remember going on uh, a, 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 a field trip to play in the provincials and the new coach she was struggling with the pressure to fill those shoes and uh, there she was getting a lot of uh a lot of flack from the parents because of the legacy that was left before she took over so i can see that playing a factor here with uh the soccer coach and because it's a prestigious school that meadow goes to right it's like a, a Catholic school i believe i'm sure it's uh a a
1: private school so yeah
0: there's there's a lot of uh cachet that that goes with that i
1: I guess ultimately it's it's a little bit different in this um in this regard because the coach is yeah you know he's he's got this new job and he's got more money and stuff but when we find out what's happening with the, the revelation of ali and him it's it's also i imagine a lot of it's to do with just getting the hell out of there before that all potentially kicks off so he doesn't he doesn't quite make it. So, yeah, you know, you right. don't quite know how much of it is to do with the Alley situation and just how much of it is to do with this new fantastic job he's been offered in Rhode Island with lots of burning. Um because realistically, if the yeah. Alley thing wasn't there, you know, I'm sure I'm sure he's the kind of bloke based on the fact that he's had this relationship with Ali and yeah, he sort of says about you know, I know obviously he starts crying about the whole extortion thing, but he seems like the sort of bloke who, who would happily sort of take some bungs from the mob and Tony, and you know bonuses, shall we say, if if they start winning games and get them mm-hmm. to the playoffs and that sort of stuff. I don't think he's opposed to a basically just. A, it doesn't seem like he's a great bloke. He tries to show he's a, this fantastic, you know, righteous man, but um, I don't think he's too good to be honest.
0: Yeah, and then you you get that uh, you get that shift in in their focus, right? Because they're pretty heavy-handed with him and saying, hey, you know, here's here's this new TV. Maybe you should stay. And then you've got the other scene where Christopher knocks on the door in the middle of the night. He's like, ah, found your dog. Found your dog over here. Right? And you're like, oh my god. Like, What lengths are they willing to go to? And I think that kind of rattles him a bit. And so if they're willing to do that, when Tony finds out that uh, this coach is actually had a sexual relationship with one of the girls. And we we figured what, Meadows 17? 16? Yeah, they're the talking about college, aren't they? So
1: I'm I guess the year yeah. after isn't it? So what, 18 for college, isn't it? So.
0: Yeah. So then it's just like, well, holy shit. Like what's he gonna do? What kind of course of action if if he's willing to flex his muscle to get him to stay? What's he gonna do when he's dealing with a potential sexual predator, right? And then we get, uh, we get that whole arc with Artie. Artie's returned. And we touched, about, we, we touched on it before with how everyone's all up in arms and it's not a matter of what they're gonna do, it's when. And then we have that scene where Artie goes to Tony and says, I don't think you should do anything. I think you should do the quote-unquote right thing call the authorities, let them deal with it instead of having us exact our own revenge to make us feel better about ourselves because it's not about us. And that's a great scene, you know, that's a great uh, um, dynamic that Tony has with Artie. And as we touched on last time we talked about it, Artie's this one character who he's got a sincerity about him that perhaps the rest of Tony's inner circle doesn't have.
1: Yeah, he's got Tony's ear, isn't he? And the simple fact that he's managed to, mainly due to his wife, he's managed to avoid that circle that Tony's in. He just pops in and out, and he's just always on the outside. And his wife, so we get his wife several times, kind of calling him and reminding him of his of his duties to his herself and his family, and be careful what Tony Soprano's offering you, and don't get too close. And if he offers you to do this, say no. Basically, anything to do with money or anything to do with, with something that Tony can give them they're not interested. Um and I think when it first comes out about the um the alley and the coach, Artie runs in and and says oh you know well he needs to be murdered, doesn't he? He needs to be dead immediately. Oh okay. So um he initially wants Tony to to do it. And I think we we did say that ultimately this is a big this is a big sort of episode for Tony in regards to the fact that he doesn't do it. You know, he listens to Artie, Yeah. whatever he makes yeah, right whatever choice. influence Artie has, he, you know, he says, look, at the end, he changes his mind, and says, Okay, you know, do you know what Tony? Let's don't do the right thing. Don't don't do what you're gonna do. Um and you know, Tony doesn't do it and call, you know, whoever calls the police and then it, it goes it gets handled the right way. But I think mean, ultimately if if it was Artie's daughter, or if it was Tony's daughter, I don't i'm not quite sure it's going to be going the same way i think we said that you know it's
0: yeah there's just enough separation right there's just enough where they can uh justify making the right call without maybe having their own moral compass or integrity questioned because uh, you don't know if tony could sit back idly with this same situation playing out like you said if it was It, it,
1: it involves them all it involves them all but not directly It it, it impacts them because it impacts their daughters who are also playing on the soccer team, but it didn't actually happen to their daughters. Even when Meadow reveals what's happened to Tony and Carmella, you know, Tony sort of goes about that quite ham fistedly, sort of goes, Well, you know, hang on. Um, You know, young girls, you know, men, it's, you know, it can be a bit of confusion sometimes. are you sure there's nothing we can do about Doesn't this? Doesn't handle himself well no, there, does he? No, I think I think Carmen just tells him to get out. You know, I'm just gonna just talk to Meadow. Just just leave. Yes. Oh well, you know, I just I'm sure there's an explanation to this. Oh, I'm leaving. <laughs> um, <laughs> I,
0: I got a question for you though. Um, you mentioned it when you were talking about Artie and his, his his wife Charmaine. Do you think if Charmaine wasn't there, do do you think Artie would be more susceptible to? Okay, sure, Tony. Yeah, like that business thing you keep offering me or these uh, these different opportunities. Why
1: not? Oh, yeah, you, I think so. You think she's the tether? Yeah, that yeah keeps absolutely. Yeah? yeah, I, th- I think that's really, that's really pushed home, isn't it? Because she's always, every time he's, in this episode, there's a couple of times where he's like, oh, well, maybe. And he's hanging out with them and he's thinking about doing stuff. And we've had that before where... Well, yeah, what, well, yeah, even in the is it the is it the pilot episode? I think it is the pilot where he gets Tony gives him um, like tickets to a cruise or ah, oh, and he goes tickets. yeah, he yeah, snaps yeah, them yeah. up. Thank you very much. Um, which is yeah, like fine. It's a cruise, you know what's what's bad about that? That's
0: and then the big and deal. his
1: wife again just says just no, no you, you need to give those back immediately. There's no way we're doing that because yeah, it's a cruise, so like yeah. it's fine. Yeah, but yeah, then it's fair. it's yeah, it's yeah. the fact that Tony Soprano is the one who gave them the cruise. Um, But no, I think, I think without his wife, he would he would do a lot of stuff. I don't know how far he'd go with it. Saying that, he has you know shouted murder in this episode. I know I can understand the situation; it's very tensions are you know high, and obviously you know it's that these guys are, are, are fathers to daughters and stuff and children. So it's yeah, okay, like it's understandable that you know you can come out of that in the heat of the moment and then go, oh, actually, hang on, like let's just rein it back in a bit, but. No I, I think he would um, I think he would take advantage of Tony a lot more, yeah. I think he would be willing to um, accept gifts and money and um, opportunities from Tony a lot more than he does, which is why well, he doesn't accept pretty much anything because of his wife.
0: No, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so my next question is then that scene where he finally does go to Tony and say, "Hey, you know, don't do what I think you're going to do. make the right choice." Do you think that's what what steadies Tony's hand? Do you think that's what makes him decide to call
1: it off and and go through the the proper channels? Well, by the looks of it, but yeah, I guess because there's no one else that really says to him not to do it other than Tony himself. Yeah. Having, you know, having a moment where he's like, "Oh, you know, do I really want to be involved in this?" and maybe we do need, you know, cuz up to up until this point, we've not really seen Tony go about things in, in you know the right way he, he will go about things how he wants to go about them if he wants someone killed he will get them he will you know either kill them himself which we've seen or he will get Silvio poorly to, to deal with it, Christopher um, and I think judging by at the end when he's you know he's drunk and we've never seen him in that sort of state before it's obviously a big thing for him it's a huge thing that he's not he's he's not done the easy option and just got him whacked um, and he even says and again it we've you know, it goes into the chats he has with Melfi and you know the influence she's having on him and, and the little thing little tidbits she drops in during their sessions, which is obviously making Tony think about certain things. So maybe it's maybe it's Melfi's influence as well. I, I can't I've sort of I can't remember what she says in this episode that maybe makes him that maybe helps with his decision. I'm not sure. I'm not sure there's anything in, in specific she says to him that Maybe that's LinkedIn because he does say at the end when he's drunk, um, you know, call. It didn't hurt. Yeah, anybody. didn't hurt anybody. Um, call the therapist. You know, I don't know if I don't know if he means call the therapist so he can say, look, Melfi, I didn't do anything. I'm a good. I'm a, I'm getting better.
0: Yeah, making progress. Or he means
1: I need to just have a chat with her because this was quite a big big moment in my life and um I'm all over the place. I need to sort of have a sit down. I'm not quite sure which angle he's going coming from with that, but um. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't, I don't really. As a viewer, I'm not sitting there going like, "Oh, this is this is a big moment for Tony." Oh yeah, I'm really proud of you, Tony. I'm just like, "All right, just just this one time he decided not to do it. I'm sure this isn't going to last very long." So it's yeah, you know, it's a big moment for him in the show, but I, f- I don't think as a viewer you're supposed to sort of watch it and go, "Oh, this is is this a turning point?" And um, yeah, I know what especially what happens after in episode ten at the start. Obviously, we'll get into that in episode ten, but. It gets back to normal pretty quick, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough.
0: And I always wonder if the reason he got uh, and it's so intoxicated was that perhaps maybe he was like questioning his own um, ability to act. Like, does he see or perceive himself as as making the the chicken choice, the soft choice? Whereas like a man would get up and handle this. Like, I don't know. Like he's he's struggling with, you know, what I should do as his his definition of what a man would do versus making the right choice. And does that make him less of a man? You know, I, I don't know. It's it's it was an interesting it was an interesting way to see how he reacted to making that decision, yeah. which was to almost, you know, um, Deal with it through not dealing with it and getting it getting drunk. Right? I
1: think ultimately it would it would have been a lot more powerful if it was Meadow, if Meadow was the one who had this relationship with the yeah. coach, or even one of the guys, even Sylvia or Paulie or someone in the in the group, even Artie. Yeah, I guess because Artie's sort of heavily involved with this episode. I don't know if Artie's got a daughter, but because he's quite inv- yeah because yes. he's quite involved, maybe yeah. that would have been it. Because Artie would have yeah. come in and of course would have said, oh, he needs to be murdered. I can't believe it, Tony. Look what he's done to my daughter. I can't believe it. Then Artie's the one who actually says, "Oh, actually, you know, I I really want to, but we can't do it." So maybe that would have that would have made a bit more sense and have been a bit more powerful at the end if it was one of their daughters. So,
0: no, that's uh, I mean that's a good point. But uh, so that was I mean that's basically everything that we see uh, as far as the the A plot right the the whole coach's plot and when he makes the right choice and we see that wrapped up with the coach being hauled off in handcuffs right and that's we assume that's going to be the end of that the other big story was again it's uh, centering around this sort of idea of what is acceptable as a man and that's junior's relationship with his long-term girlfriend of i think they mentioned it was about 16 years and he takes off to boca raton and is i don't know if this is the same episode where he makes the decision to go because they're hanging out in the lawyer's office yeah and uh yeah they're just like what do we do because they got to hide because they're still under the heat from that uh, investigation that was leaked to them and he's like fuck this i'm out of here right so he goes and he meets his girlfriend i guess that must be one of the businesses that he goes to where she's working right like he set her up, yeah, without That's a job it, it? Yeah, and she's probably been there yeah, for a some it's, time.
1: It's the it's a union job, isn't it? So I think he's extorting money from that union and then just has his girlfriend to oversee matters, doesn't he? So it's make sure it's running smoothly and all the rest of it.
0: And they uh, they they abscond off to Boca, and it's it's, it's interesting because there's certain things that uh, I I don't remember and I don't remember this part of the episode uh, at all from the first time I watched it. I do remember the coach stuff but the dynamic that he has with this girlfriend of his and and this sort of unspoken thing amongst people in his his group where you don't talk to, talk about or admit the fact that going down on your on your girl is 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 a faux pas right it's it's not something that you do because it's a sign of weakness and they're having some pillow talk and she's complimenting him on his skills. And he says to her no, in certain terms, like, you, you, you got to be quiet with that. You you can't talk about that because he's pretty straightforward with her. He's like, because if guys find out that you go down on your girl, that's basically one step away from being a, a fangool or whatever. Yeah. I, mean, was, I yeah, uh, what they call yeah, it. F- a
1: fanook. A fanook. Yeah. A fanook. Yeah. There yeah. you go. A fanook. Right.
0: And uh and she, and she looks at him and she's kind of incredulous, right? She's like, Well, I don't even know how the two make like yeah, how do they yeah. line up. And he's like, Yeah, it's and even he's kinda of like, I don't know, it's just it's just how it is. All right. It's like so, being at school, is it? It? Well, that's
1: just the rules. That's just the rules of my little gang I've got over here. That's just the way it is. It's like, yeah, that's that sounds a bit silly. Well, that's the rules. That's what I've got to stick to. Yeah, um, you would think that after and, yeah, as you said, they've been going out for sixteen years, it's a long term relationship. So has this has this never come up before? Is, is this is this the first time that you know? Is this, it, yeah? Like, what's what's changed in that sixteen years? And if Junior's just recently gone, like, well, you know what? Yeah, I kind of want to start doing this.
0: Well, no, I I don't think that uh, it's a question of whether or not it's something that they have engaged in beforehand. I think maybe this is their first little getaway since he's found himself in this. Ah, yes, situation. that's a good point. Yes, and yeah, it will hit. It will hit a lot harder like, if okay, it comes hey, out. Yeah, yeah. So now that I am at this particular uh, status, we've got to conduct ourselves differently. And I know that you like to talk with your girls that do your nails and such. That's got to end. Can't do that anymore. And she's like, "Okay, yeah, no big deal." And she she acquiesces to his request. You know, in the next scene that you see her at the salon, uh, she's sitting there having a conversation. She's just like, "Well, I mean, you're so lucky with your junior." <laughs> and she's like. Do you know, I don't think it's appropriate. Well, that's that we the thing, though, isn't it? I think, unfortunately, she's... it's
1: come 16 years too late, though, because I imagine she's been going in frequently to lots of different people, talking about yeah. all sorts of stuff. Um, but then, you know, saying that, it's it's it obviously, it, it, it comes out, because obviously it needs to, because that's obviously the you know the B plot of the episode. So obviously Carmella finds out, and everyone finds out, and then obviously Tony finds out, because Carmella tells him. Um, I think the bit at the table is quite funny, It's quite, when they're having dinner. Obviously, again, Livia's there. They're all there, which is... Which is nice. It's all it's all nice when they all get together because it's always going to end badly. Um, yeah, but I yeah. think Junior just talking about um, sort. Of, you know, I think yeah, he's saying oh yeah, I, I don't get down there enough, and then Carmela chirps in and says, "Oh, it's not what I heard. It's not what I
0: heard." Um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, you know, quite a humorous <laughs> moment, isn't
1: it? In, 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 in like in between the whole the coach stuff and and uh, I think we we get Livy, did not we? Right at the start of this episode, we start off with her, don't we? I think we're in the in the uh, graveyard. Yeah, graveyard. Um, yeah, so. It's always nice to see Livia, and then I think she mentions mentions the whole mental patient stuff, which again sort of rears its head in this episode um, when they go and play golf, and then that links them with the the uh, the oral sex stuff, and uh, yeah, because we've had we've had Mikey, haven't we, at this point before the golf um, mention that Tony is up to he doesn't you know he's being tailed.
0: He's yeah. trailing, he's trailing and he's going Tony, into this right? medical yeah. facility
1: a couple of times a week and then we, you know, we lose his trail. We don't know what he's doing in there. Do, have you got any ideas? Um, so it's it's building up, isn't it? It's building up to that and then when the golf scene happens, it's it effectively... Well, well Junior's not been tipped over the edge yet. He's getting there. He's, he's reaching his boiling point with Tony and then the girlfriend stuff happens and then, yeah, he's sort of, uh, as we move forward, I think, I imagine the boiling point is going to be reached and uh, yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I, I imagine it's going to be bad.
0: Well, like you mentioned that golfing scene, that's so, um, it, it's such a, a pivotal scene because Tony's lack of maturity comes around and it's going to bite him in the ass. Now we have the humorous moment where Carmella takes some, you know, thinly veiled shots at junior for his prowess in the sack and then you cut to Tony in bed with her, and he's like, come on, what was that about? What are you talking about? And she spills the beans, and he thinks it's hilarious, and Carmela calls him out for being a hypocrite, and he's like, oh, you know, what What happens oh, in bed right. yeah, stays like in once, bed, and she mocks him, like, yeah, well,
1: what? Like, the once-a-year birthday tree that she Carmela gets, apparently, yeah. Whistle- whistling to the exactly wheat field, right. I think Tony calls it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's got a couple good singers in there. I didn't yeah. write any of them down, but they were funny. He's like a regular. He's like, Uncle June's a regular bushman or something like that. I yeah, can't remember the Kalahari the or something. So, yeah, <laughs> <the> bushman <laughs> of Kalahari. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, and then you know Carmela scolds him. Is like you know hey like don't be a fucking hypocrite right. So we've got Junior who would it be fair to say he's kind of been a little bit of a loose cannon since he got into power.
1: Well. Yeah, his well, yeah, bit, he's, right? yeah, he's um he's not 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 that like he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just now he's he, now he's there, it's like we we're kind of getting indications that he's maybe there's a reason why he, he's not being considered the leader and, and there's why there's a reason why he's just he you know, where he was before is about right. And we know that Tony is effectively still yeah. the leader to the capos and everyone else, all in all but name. But um yeah, there's some of the decisions he's made so far have sort of been, you know, hit and miss. Well, you know, he could say he's learning on the job but, and he's, you know, he's getting used to being the leader and all the things, all the responsibilities that come with it. So, um, yeah.
0: But but I think he showed some, some patience with the information that Olivia dropped on him with the fact that Tony's seen a, a psychiatrist. Like, you talk about things that are going to show a sign of weakness. Forget, you know, giving your girl oral pleasure being someone in Tony's position of power going to a therapist, that has to be a sign of a weakness. And Junior's kept that quiet. Junior's even protected him in a way when, like you said, Mike says, hey, he's disappearing into this this medical building and we we, we don't know what he's doing in there. And Mikey's like, he's a mole. Like, he's a mole. And Junior's like, fuck, no. No. Doesn't sell him out. Junior knows why he's there. J- Junior has the information but he's like, he's not going to sell Tony out. He's just like, ah, uh, you know, still fucking worry about it. Alright? We're just gonna just 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 relax. And then we get to that scene where there's no reason for Tony to be a fucking asshole as he is when they're teeing off. Everyone's just there to have a good time. Mikey's, you know, I mean, Mikey's I'm not a fan of Mikey but he's just sitting there ready to tee off and Tony's being a jerk. He's talking through his backswing. He's giving him a hard time and then Junior you know, snips at him, gives him some sort of Dig about if you would have caught that catch at such and such a game, you could have been so and so, and it wounds
1: him. Oh yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, it, I, it, I feel like I made that sort of a half semi decent point actually on that bit about the whole varsity athlete, and I can't remember how I actually I put it, but I think it was quite good. No one's gonna ever hear it, but it was in the in the in the, in in the, the previous, previous recording, recording. yeah, I, I think I basically what yeah. I said was. Tony and Junior have got this thing because it's been mentioned maybe once or twice in the pilot, and maybe another time about this varsity athlete. And Tony could have could have got somewhere and made it made it after high school, but he was too busy chasing tail, and his head wasn't in the game. Um, you know, taking away the fact that he's got this relationship with his uncle June, that's you know he's his nephew, uncle. They've got obviously the family. Um, there is that thing, isn't there, where Tony's quite sensitive about anything that's whenever that's mentioned anything about him could have been this or he should have done that, or he could have been a great athlete. Um, and then that, there was that that kind of crossroads at that point in his life where, you know, maybe he could have gone on and done something else and lived a more, uh, you know, a simpler life, a normal life, as opposed to then he, you know, he, he left that part of his life and then went into the uh, the family business type thing. Um, I probably put it better the first time around, but. Way better. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, you were way better that yeah.
0: episode. This, yeah. has been, this has been a struggle. But we're here. We're going to get through it. And I'm just glad you had a chance to sort of well, get that yeah. good point out.
1: You did it better the last time. Big so yeah. big moment for Tony. Yeah. Is, you know, the crossroads in his life. So whenever t- whenever Junior brings that back up again, I guess for anyone, if you do something in life and then someone reminds you of, of a bad decision you maybe made, you're going to get a bit upset or it's going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to kind of want to get your own back. And uh, yeah, it's childish, isn't it? That's kind of what it is. It's just children playing no, golf.
0: But, but... J- but Junior was in his right to shut him oh, up true. at that yeah. moment
1: because he was
0: being a dick, right? And he's like, and he's like, and he basically says, hey, like, like zip it. And you can see that just that affects his pride, and he's wounded, and he's like, you know, you know what? I got something on you. I got something on you. So he stands up there and he starts doing this. Hey, do you guys smell something? Say, like, uh, Uncle June. I, th- whoa, I thought you were a baklava man, and you're eating the sushi and. Junior's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then he quickly catches yeah, on to what the song he's doing about and, 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 and
1: stuff. And uh, well, that's the thing because Tony yeah, still feels and, like he's in power. He's he has obviously no idea that Mikey's been tailing him. Junior's aware of the psych, the the, the um, therapist. So up until this point, I suppose Tony, you know, he's the leader. And as I said, in all but name, he has no idea that people are onto what he's doing. Um, so he still feels like he's he's the one, pretty much leading the show, and he can get away with this. Because he's not. Because I think Tony's not stupid. Like you know, we know Tony. The the decisions he makes up to this point have been, you know, they've kind of worked out reasonably well. Um, and I think just the fact that he doesn't,
0: he's yeah, been shrewd, right? He doesn't he's have this shrewd. information.
1: He doesn't know that Junior's and and Cara aware of this. I think he's uh, this is one probably his biggest misstep so far. I think to uh, to you know he's sort of gone a bit um, overboard with Junior. And it's the fact that he's not like singing as well. It's, it's not even like he just sort of just like hums it or just sings that like one line. He's just the whole swing. He's singing this whole song and it's like, yeah, yeah. I think, I think Junior's getting the message. And his,
0: his lack of maturity leads Junior to go, you know what? Fuck you. And then he spills the beans to Mikey, who already hates Tony. He gives him the information it's like he's going to a psychiatrist. And then... Mikey takes it, he's a mole, right? Because we're sort of getting the impression that they're figuring that this whole indictment thing has been brought around by someone spilling the beans. And now they're like, well, it's Tony. It's Tony. Tony's spilling the beans. He's going to his therapist. He's Maybe he's talking to the cops. And that's it's Tony's fault that now this spotlight's on him. And it's due to his lack of maturity, right? And... I, uh, I I just can't help but think, fuck, man. If you could just keep your emotions in check, you'd be in a much better situation. But no, he can't help himself.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. It's, we had that, didn't we? With the, I think the cop. Did the cop come in at the start of this episode? Okay. Is it? Does he come in and warn Tony? It must must yeah, be. The yeah, the cop comes in. Yeah, because talks about how I'm just giving you yeah. heads up and I shouldn't be here and if you know I need to pretend that I'm here to uh, you know look at your liquor license or whatever um so again that's not really that's that's tony's separate thing isn't it? that's so he doesn't that doesn't really get passed on does it he's not passed on to june about he's had a tip off about this this and this so yeah suspicions rising isn't it with tony um i quite like that locker bit locker um room scene where that mike is just like yeah, i fucking knew it <laughs> june is just like no you fucking you know, didn't know i just told you because i just yeah, told it that's, to you that's pretty good yeah um <laughs> Yeah, well, the whole thing is just ridiculous, isn't it? Because it's like, I understand that Mikey's got to do it because that's just the way it is. But, you know, three or four episodes ago, we had Mikey getting stapled and getting beaten up by Tony. Now they're out for a round of golf. I guess that's just life life in the mob, isn't it? But
0: That's just just how it goes. You just got to roll with the shit, right? That's just an argument to them. It's just a
1: bit of a misunderstanding. It's like, fine. Yeah. yeah. I'll see you at golf tomorrow.
0: Cheers. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And I guess the fallout from,
0: uh, you know, Tony... Confronting Junior and perhaps challenging his manhood is that he goes in and unceremoniously ends this 16 year relationship in a very, uh, a very interesting way. I've, I've had many breakups in my life, but never one where it ended with me shoving a no.
1: pie into uh, my future ex's no. face. Yeah. Literally and figuratively, she got pied, is what was are yes. Yeah. Very much yeah. so. Um, what was the damn, what was the film? I referenced the film the public public enemy. Not sure if that's right. Oh, the one with Christopher. No, 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 no. It's, it's an old film because I think the David Chase was a fan of this film. I haven't seen it. Uh, and there's oh, the,
0: I remember that was one of your yes, good points.
1: Yes. Um, and there's a scene where I think a bloke smashes, a, well, I say smashes. He, he, pl- he places a grapefruit on, um, on his wife's face. And apparently that's, that's where the, the inspiration came from that, the whole pie. And, uh, stuff um yeah well i think we said didn't we that it's it's again it's it's reasonably comedic the whole thing but it's quite it is quite it's very heavy isn't though it? and it's, it's unsettling heavy. and i think um yeah again it's quite a big moment because you ha- you have the music playing from when they went to um to bocca and obviously that you know that's obviously oh god yeah that's when they were dancing oh my god what's happened and then we follow junior outside and of course it's a big moment for him he doesn't just sort of brush it off he takes a moment doesn't look like he's going to cry or anything but he he looks upset he looks like this is a big moment for him you can only imagine what's kind of swirling around in his head about what's going to be happening next with Tony and obviously the fact that that's that's over now um so yeah it's um you know it's it's uh there are bits that are quite funny even when he runs out and uh, shouts at her which is you know quite, quite humorous with the pie just sliding <laughs> down her face but it's um yeah it's 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 quite um you know, you could put, probably put that in like, like a, a drama or a, a horror movie, and you'd be like, "Jesus Christ, that's pretty uh, that's pretty unnerving." I, I, am glad he
0: didn't hit her. Yeah, because it really felt like that was the energy that he walked in there with, and you can tell he's torn, and it's he he believes due to his his weird set of uh, you know moral moral standards that he now has to end this relationship, which is obviously important to him just to save face, just to make sure that he is not perceived as being a a weak leader based on what may or may not happen behind closed doors with his long-term girlfriend. And it's, it's, it's fucking sad if you think about it, that you have to sacrifice your own happiness just to maintain a certain aura that uh, everyone else is, is not living up to as Tony's, been called out on by Carmella, right? It's just it's a funny, it's a weird yeah. minute.
1: you like to think that when you get to that position that um junior's in, that you can maybe get away with that kind of stuff. I know it's obviously all part of yeah. it. You can think like sure. well, the fuck yeah, I it's want the sort of think, well I'm the leader, so yeah. Yeah, I do that. So what? I suck whatever I want. Yeah. I'm junior. I'm I'm leading this exactly. thing. Exactly. But yeah, I guess it, it works both ways, isn't it? You you feel like you could you can get away with more stuff and you you're more confident just to say, I'm doing this and that's fine because I'm the leader, I do whatever I want. But then because you are top dog, if this kind of stuff comes out and it, you know, oh God, you know, our leader's is doing this. Our leader's is sucking what? Oh my God. Well, I'm not sure, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure I respect him as much as I did before. Goodness me, that's not very good. Because it, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a taboo, yeah. isn't it? It's like a big thing in, in Italian culture. I, I don't know if that's actually right. I'm not, you know, no. I have no idea. Um, have but no it's, idea. it's like, a, it's just a huge thing, isn't it? Which is just like, you know, shouldn't really be made a bigger deal of it in, than it in Canadian is. Canadian
0: culture there is yeah, there's no shame here if that's something that you can't take in. No at, at all. Know, so. carry on. But uh yeah I guess I guess those are all the uh those are all the the high points on this episode, eh? Is there anything else that uh would be significant to touch on before we wrap up uh, episode nine again? Pretty much covered most of what we covered the first
1: time around. <laughs> so yeah, you know, not, <laughs> a, not a, I mean, I feel, yeah, I feel
0: like we did a good job
1: of uh, recapping. <laughs> I think, I think we pretty much said the same stuff, just not in the same way. I, th- I don't think there's anything that I'm um, yeah. glaring that I feel like I've missed out on. So, so um, you did, you did hit record, right? You, you I'm are I'm recording, recording on two different things. So if it goes, um, <laughs> if it goes great. wrong, then um, actually,
0: do you know what? I think we'll just. I should check mine just because of all the smack talk. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm recording. Yeah, thank God.
1: If this goes wrong, I think we'll just release the the first eight episodes and just tell everyone that um we and gave it a good it shot. Eight. Yeah.
0: Or we're just just like episode nine is is something we just don't speak of. Yeah. But uh uh again, this is kind of exciting for us. Uh we've we've hinted that we will eventually get ourselves a, a Twitter page, and we have one now. Now we have something that we can actually direct people to, and that is at sopranos re so at sopranos capital r e if you guys want to reach out to us and and tell us how uh how we're doing if you're interested if this is a first watch for you or if you guys are kind of revisiting this classic series we'd love to hear from you and uh have some engagement because uh, I'm I'm enjoying this and getting a different perspective on it. And and for you, Ben, this is your first time around, and it'd be interesting to see if there's anyone else that's in the same boat as you.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people. Hopefully, it's one of those shows that it's just it's easily missed, isn't it? You hear about it and it's like Sopranos. Oh yeah, fantastic. And if you don't watch it on first run, it is similar to The Wire for me as well. You know, I heard about it. Great show. I was maybe a little bit too young for for The Sopranos and The Wire when they first came out to fully understand them, to fully grasp what's going on. Um, So, yeah, I can imagine there's a lot of people who are... Well, let's hope there's a lot of people anyway. Let's hope there's thousands upon thousands of people who are just like, I am looking to watch The Sopranos and also an accompanying podcast to listen to at the same time. So... If if we get if we get above
0: fifteen listeners an episode, I will be fucking shocked.
1: Um well surely we surely we know fifteen people on Twitter between our two shows that will that will you know, maybe not maybe not even a <laughs> listen, we'll just press play. And well, like, oh, there's a there's a listen. Download, <laughs> yes. sure. Surely yeah, there's exactly, fifty. Right. Gotta get fifty.
0: Oh shit. We'll find out. Uh, so anyways, uh, join us next week for hopefully our our only recording of episode ten hopefully it's not a take 2 and uh we will we will see where tony and his shenanigans take us next
1: thanks everyone